Alright guys, welcome to episode 20 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week we are going to be talking about what we're watching, our favorite game sequences, the clips fucking really choke one away, and uh, the PS5 price review. But first... So let's start with what we've been watching. Yeah. yeah. So what have you been watching? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So this week I finished up uh, Harley Quinn, uh, the show that I mentioned a couple weeks ago on HBO Max. I didn't get a chance to watch it as uh, frequently as I would have wanted. I, I think I took my time with it more than I have with other series, but I finally finished it. Um, and it was really good. It was really good. It was um, the second half of season two mm-hmm. um, is unexpectedly genuinely great i think when i came on here i think i was halfway through season one and i think i said that it was pretty good and that it's just sort of um it's a great comedy but it also i like the the sandbox that it plays in in the dc universe um right. but then in the back half i know i would say that that fits probably the all of season one in the first half of season two but then the back half of season two um it actually hits like these really interesting um dramatic sequences or dramatic episodes and arcs that um i found to be really fulfilling and i thought that they fit really well you know it sort of becomes a show about you know two broken women who are finding their place in the world and and how they're uh not using each other to fix each other but just growing with each other and uh, mutual growth and 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 um sort of what comes with it and, and what it takes but it was really good and um just i mean I, just as as we're recording today they announced that they're making season three Except uh, season three is going to be directly from HBO Max. I think oh. I mentioned last time that this show originally was on something called DC Universe, yeah. um, which is like a funky, just like a one-off uh, streaming or uh, yeah, streaming channel service thing where they had comic books and anything DC related. But apparently, they shut down that whole thing. They're not going to have any more scripted shows other than this one, and they pushed this one over to HBO Max. Um, so it just shows you how much they, they believe in it. If this is the only one that they kept. Right. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm, I'm never really super into DC. I just, something about it. I think, um, I feel like the way the characters in DC comic books are done Mm -hmm. seems to cut out a lot of the like gray area. If that makes sense. Like, like Batman doesn't kill people. Yeah. And Superman doesn't kill people. And, like, Superman's, like, this beacon of justice. Like, Wonder Woman, you know what I mean? Like, everyone's yeah, I, just very, like, black and white. No one ever really gets their hands dirty. Yeah. I feel like... And uh, you get these random comics. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's plenty of Batman comics. And, and there's actually, a, a you know, people that use that against the Batman comics. But, like... There's all, like Batman specifically is the comic where generally like if you want shit to get dark and gritty you you do a you do a Batman comic mm-hmm. that gets dark and gritty, and I actually remember that like I remember reading an older quote about when they were doing a lot of those 
Mm-hmm. And people were like, it's kind of gross now because it kind of seems like every comic book writer that just wants to be like super perverted or super violent just makes a Batman comic and just like does it with the Joker. Yeah. Because like the uh, Joker mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. first is kind of just like, like if you look at like the original Batman, the Joker, while he is like chaotic, it's still like, like he's a, he's the clown prince of crime. You know what I mean? Like, like he's like doing shit like pie bombs. You know what I mean? Right, and throwing right. them at people's faces. Like, like, but like then all of a sudden, like, you know, in, uh, might be the killing joke. He like, like there's a, there's the possible interpretation that he like raped uh, Commissioner Gordon's daughter. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like mm-hmm. things get real dark all of a sudden. Like for a guy that was just a clown that was like kind of chaotic. Right. And right. so like a lot of times, like uh, I saw an article where people were saying like, you know, I think it's just kind of like comic book writers have just turned Batman comics into their own fucking like outlet of just their like deep and darkest desires that are just like not good for the public (laughs) yeah yeah i mean um, i I agree and i I think um i think they're definitely i mean there's a reason why people sort of gravitate toward either dc or marvel um i think i mean i think you you can follow both right like right but i think that they're uh very different in sort of how they look at the heroes but uh but no yeah and and i i agree and i think the the show actually does a nice job of poking fun at those kind of either self-serious topics or um, sort of ways that the characters are, are scripted or set up, but not in a way that it becomes like a parody. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, right. it, it strikes a very delicate balance that I appreciate where it's like comedy and it pokes fun at itself and it pokes fun at DC sometimes. And, and it, like, Superman. it sprinkles in Deadpool instead of going full there. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like little things like uh, there's one sequence where um kid uh batman's son plays robin or he is robin in this iteration and Mm -hmm. he's sad and he batman comes up behind him and he's like hey do you want a sandwich i made you a sandwich and he's like you didn't make that sandwich alfred did and he's like yeah but i made alfred make it (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing yeah so it's it's stuff like that and and the, the stuff between her and her crew like her main people i think it's clayface and um king shark and poison ivy i think they're all their stuff together when they're together it's like when it works best i'll definitely that that's one of the ones i'll check out before some of the other ones we've talked about just because i do really enjoy like well done superhero stuff Mm -hmm. um so i I definitely want to watch that that might be what i jump to once i finish avatar yeah and it's short and what i like about it is that like like stuff like I'm not gonna say who, but people die. Like villains, there's a lot of villains in it, and they die, and they like straight up like die, die. Like they get killed, <laughs> they perish, <laughs> and then yeah, and so like it, it's weird seeing something like this where a like characters die because you know most of the time comic book shit they don't die or they like go you I'll, I'll get you next time right. Yeah, or like in the fucking the Batman movies, Batman's fucking rolling a tank down the street and firing rockets, and it's like Batman doesn't kill people. It's yeah, like, right, right, right. And in this one, like, villains die early in season two. You're like, oh, I guess that's just the, the last time we see them? Oh, okay. Like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, so I do like that. Like, I like that, that that there are... That the universe changes, right? That it's not the animated series where, you know, we send them again to Arkham and then they break out two episodes later. Right. Um, and so, yeah. And so uh, I finished that up. And then I started a show on Hulu called Normal People. And it's based on a book. And it's fucking complete the most opposite different 
thing to Harley Quinn. The only <laughs> thing that they have in common is that there's like romance. Um, but this one is about two uh, young adults in Ireland who um, are from a small town, and they it's just like them in their years. Um, I think I've heard about this. Keep going. Yeah. Sorry. No, yeah, it's it's um it's they are in high school or like their equivalent of high school, and then they go to college um, together, and it's just like them, like you know, sort of falling in love and out of love and back in love and stuff, and it's it's sort of right now I'm about halfway through it, and it's. Um, it's really good. Like the performances are great. Like they're both of them. I've never seen them in anything before. The guy and the girl, mm-hmm. but they're fucking fantastic. And, um, but I will say that some of the stuff, like the plot stuff that has to happen for them to have hardships, like whether it's like breaking up or being apart from one another, feel a little bit contrived, like a little bit. It's like, Oh, we need something here to, you know, make them break up for some reason. Um, Oh, it's like the, it's like the things in movies where like, uh, like two people just refuse to communicate, even though like if they just spoke to each other for yep. a second, like it would yep. Yep. none yep. of this conflict none would of the, arrive. Yep, yep, yep. It's like that, except very like annoyingly visible, like stuff where I was like, I literally one episode I paused the TV and I was like, I literally had to look up how far the two cities were apart because they're like we can't be together because I'm going away for the summer. And I was like, are these are, are these motherfuckers going like to China? And I was like, no, it's just a city two and a half hours away. I literally was like. <laughs> pissed because they were doing that but but other than like some of the stuff like that which is like um you know sort of plot focused everything else i think is great but then again i i have a little bit of a soft spot for not necessarily like teen dramas but just like teen dramas where it's like two outcasts and you know the guy's maybe like popular and the girl isn't or the girl's popular and the guy isn't and they like aren't supposed to be together type shit oh, so you like, blew uh, your load for the breakfast club but not quite, but, but even then, it's, like, not, not, like, like I don't know, like, not comedy-wise, but, like, serious-wise. Like, if you've ever seen the, the, the movie uh, The Spectacular Now, it's got a Miles Teller and Shailene Woodley, and it's, like, sort of, like, realistic drama, like, teen shit. Um, I just, I mean, it was my favorite movie that year, The Spectacular Now. So I just really like those, and this is, like, what that is. Um, and so... I've enjoyed it. The performances are great. I'm, I should be finish it up by the time we record the next episode. Um, but yeah, the one thing that I sort of has held me back from being like, I love this show. The show's awesome. Is those plot things where literally they'll be like, those are the ones I feel like we're like, you are like, you're like into it. And then something happens and you're just like, why? Like I shouldn't enjoy this. Right. <laughs> then, yeah, that's exactly how I felt. After, I mean, literally episode seven, where I was texting and tweeting at the start of episode seven, which is where, like, something happens. And I was literally tweeting, like, what the fuck? Like, dude, like, really? Like, you guys are going to break me? Like, this, like, you guys, I'm, I was on board until this. Like, it's literally, like, the minorest inconvenience is doing something drastic here. And then at the end, it, it, you sort of, it's explained or it's uh, revealed that it was a misunderstanding. And I was like, oh, my God. God, like if you guys just talk, like, <laughs> oh my God! But um, it's like that, a misunderstanding, I, and it was a super obvious misunderstanding. It's like, that, yep, like, yep, yeah, like, yeah. even like really mm-hmm. could it, like, like there's no way you thought the other person was on the same page and just met. Like, right, 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 right. So, um, so yeah. But other than that, wholeheartedly recommend it. If you like dramas, if you like teen dramas, if you like uh, just more low key, um sort of not slow burn but more low-key uh storytelling not like harley quinn or anything else that i've mentioned recently mm-hmm. um but yeah i recommend it if, if you can get over the fucking story shit so i will say what's funny is that like i don't know if i've talked about 
Have I told you like the stuff my wife enjoys to watch? My wife. My wife. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 I don't think you have. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I forgot you mentioned that. So like, I, I now I'm just gonna have to check myself every time. Um, my significant other. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she really fucking enjoys trash TV, and like, not even just. It's like I don't even just mean like reality TV shows, mm-hmm. but I mean like. She's like really like the Vampire Diaries, and that shit's atrocious. Yeah, I I see. I think it will. Sydney likes that too. But I, it's it's so interesting because like I have met throughout my life, um, like women who are like just brilliant. Like I've just met like like who have been like you are like some of the smartest people I know, and they'll be like yeah, and I love watching like Love Island, and I'm like what? <laughs> How does that click with me? But then I go. But then I try to stop and be like, all right, maybe. Be like, I like sports. I just like watch people run into each other. Exactly. So I go like, I do like fucking dudes who I know are literally bashing their skulls into mush into each other. And I literally (laughs) go and play a little side game about it. So I kind of sort of cut cut them some slack. But still, you go like. But like, yeah, that's the thing is like, at least like, but like Vampire Diaries, I've sat and watched it with her. And I have this thing. I have this real fucking problem where like, I can watch anything. Like, I will, bro, if Julian is in the room and Puppy Dog Pals is on, right? And Julian mm-hmm. walks out of the room and, like, I'll just keep watching Puppy Dog Pals because I'm a fucking idiot, bro. <laughs> I'm, like, into it. I'm like, yo, what is fucking Roly going to do next? Like, what? <laughs> like, I just, I'd, like, I can just, for some reason, like, as long as it's not actively the most boring shit, like, as long as there's stuff happening... Like, it doesn't matter if it's bad or good. I will, like, keep paying attention to it because I'm the worst. But, like, Vampire Diaries has so many moments where, like, we're watching and then something will happen and, like, I'll just turn to her. Like, I'll just turn my head. She won't even look at me. She'll mm-hmm. just keep looking at the TV. And I'm like, you know that was terrible, right? And she's mm-hmm. like, shut up. <laughs> but, like, it's just, like, dumb plot points, like, for mm-hmm. no reason. It is just all the time. I'm just like, what? Like, why do you watch this? I guess it's like, I don't know, like the the TV equivalent of like just the worst type of potato chip. Like not even Lay's. I'm talking about a great value potato chip. (laughs) Right. And you're just like, these chips are here. But like, as funny as like, I know it's terrible. I keep watching it. If it's on the TV and I'm in there, I like, I will catch myself like wasting 10 minutes following the story. <laughs> and then like, I've asked, I've asked questions. Like I've been like, wait, so why is this happening? And then immediately I'm like, why the fuck am I invested? I know this is terrible. It's literally like, I said, but you can't just have one. <laughs> oh, fuck. So yeah, that's, uh, yeah. So as long as normal people isn't that bad. I'll no, fucking no, no, no. end up watching it. It's I'll, like I'll be in <laughs> version of it. But, um, but yeah, uh, as far as what I've been watching mm-hmm. is, I've watched like three more episodes of Avatar. I don't, I don't, wa- I don't watch a whole lot. Um, but I've watched mm-hmm. more episodes of Avatar. Still really good. Um, Sweet, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I think a couple weeks ago, maybe last week. It just you know, let me know when you get to season two, and we can talk about that because that's. Um, my favorite, but not by a lot, but it is my favorite season. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, I will say, uh, I mean, like, if I talk about it, is it going to be spoilers? Because, I mean, this thing's old as shit. 
and then we even talked about it forever ago in the podcast. Yeah, uh, maybe all... like when you finish it, we could do like a quick ten minute spoiler discussion. Like it's not even really a super spoiler discussion because, like I said, I'm not even finished with season one. Um, mm-hmm. No, yeah but, yeah, but actually, here's what I'll do. I won't use any names. Um, but a a guy in a mask has to help hang out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, this dude's a fucking G. Like, he's got two swords. He's yeah. just fucking going at it. Mm-hmm. And I was, for some reason, not expecting that reveal at all. Of who it was in the match. Of who it was? You were yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah, I saw it for a split second because they give you, like... It's funny because they give you, like... Like, there's the normal, like... Before the reveal, you can start to kind of tell. Mm-hmm, but, like, mm-hmm. they give you, like, an even quicker one. Like, right before that. Where, like, you... like. I don't even know if... Obviously, they want you to see it because they wouldn't show it to you if not. Yeah. But, like, I don't feel like it was, like, the standard. Like, you just happened... I happened to see, like, a color. And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, that's who that is? Because <laughs> that dude was balling the fuck out. Um, but, yeah, that that's it. But that's... I think that's actually the most recent episode I watched, if you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. But, uh, so, let's go from that to our favorite game sequences. And so, I we're going to do top three. Well, maybe not even top three for me. Because, like, I don't know that if I really sat down for an extended period of time. Like, I love these three. Mm-hmm. and But I don't think it, they're like, if someone suggested something to me, you know what I mean? Like, there's a solid chance that I could be like, oh, no, that is better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, I, I just, I... I Agree as well, sort of. Um, I picked the three that sort of came first to mind. Right. Uh, but like you said, I think favorite game sequences, the more I thought about it, it was sort of bigger than I anticipated, where I was like, right. maybe if I would pick like uh, top three like chase sequences in video games, or maybe top three, like, I don't know, uh, scariest sequences, or, you know, whatever. Right. Like, but, um, but I think even just sequences, I think this is a good start, and I think I agree with you, or like, if you ask me tomorrow, or if I would have put more thought than i did into it i would be like well you know t- 10 years ago i played this game and it's had this one sequence um yeah i definitely noticed i have some recency bias like i like they're not and they're not all super new but mm-hmm. it was like I, I was like there's i've been playing games for a long time there's no way i like don't have any earlier than this <laughs> like yeah actually i mean there is i'll have a not- um a runner uh also ran after we get through that. It literally just popped into my mind, but I do want to keep these three. But we can go. Um, well, actually, recent... I was going to start with an honorable mention that wasn't good enough to make the list, but it, I just thought it was hilarious and it sticks with me. Yeah. So if you wanted to do your also, Rand, you can. Or if yeah, you want to wait till the end for yours, you I, can. I'll wait for mine just because it isn't that big, but you can start with yours. Okay, mine's not that big either, but it's like we talked about Oscar's Wrath um, mm-hmm. a while back. So there's a moment in that game where. Like, this whole game, you've played as this guy who's, like, a demigod and, and like, gets screwed. Um, and basically just through nothing but pure willpower and rage, like, has worked his way back out and, and gotten back at the people that, that have done it. So you, let's say uh, the king or, like, the, the top guy, you know, like, if we're talking gods, we're like, you're Kratos when you go to kill Zeus, right? Mm-hmm. And so you kill the equivalent of Zeus, and you're like, it's over. And then if you've gotten enough points, 
like if you've gotten a high enough score in all the missions up to this point, or you mm-hmm. can go back and replay them and and you get a separate ending, which is where you kill Zeus, and then you get um, this little guy that's kind of been with you the whole way, just kind of like encouraging you, and hasn't really been important yet, other than he mm-hmm. seems to always know more than he's letting on. He appears, and like you come to find out that it's the the creator of like like the the god was like the head god of like this not even this realm but like like this scenario almost and mm-hmm. then you like see the puppeteer behind the puppets you know what i mean and he's like i am like I, i'm the creator of all worlds i am blah 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 and he's like and i i need a guardian for each world and he's like so i've i've continuously restarted these worlds and and done it until i find someone that ends up being strong enough that i think should be a guardian and mm-hmm. then i can start to do that for the next world and asura is the first person like well anyways and he's like so you you've exceeded my wildest expectations you, you're absolutely like the person i want for this job mm-hmm. and he reaches out his hand right and this whole thing revolves around like the reason you're so mad is because your daughter has a special attunement to the earth and they, in order, like the reason they fucked you was so they could use your daughter without you getting pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. And she's basically like a slave kind of like torture to, to use her power. And so the whole time it's like pure, like now nah, fuck this. Like, I don't care what, I don't even care if you have good reasons. Like I, you, you fucked with my family and I'm taking care of business. And so this dude hands out his arm. Like he's giving you a handshake. Right. And, mm-hmm. You get one option. You can press A to extend your arm. And I was like, there's mm-hmm. no way. Like, like, why would I shake this dude's hand? Like, why am I going to agree to this when I've gone through this whole game basically just mad at everyone because of this one slight? And, like, this dude is ultimately responsible for that slight as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, in my head, I'm like, he's going to, like, grab the dude's hand. I was like, there's no way it's actually going to be a handshake. And, I was like, he's going to grab the dude's hand and maybe, like, Try like to crush it and then like start a fight or something, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, it's it's a close up of the dude's hand, like a close up of the dude. You can see his face and his arm reaching out to you. You press A to extend arm, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you just punch that man square in the face. <laughs> like you don't even <laughs> see your arm come forward. There's just like, and it's like cartoon, like your fist and like his face is crunched against the side of it. Mm-hmm. But it was just like you pressed Y to extend arm, and I was just expending like. Or, like, extend hand, I think it might be. And it's like, mm-hmm. you press extend hand, and then it's just, like, fist. And I, like, <laughs> died laughing. That shit killed me so much. So that's my runner-up, because it's totally not worth any actual gaming sequence. But, like, mm-hmm. I laughed out loud when it happened. So, um, that that's my, that's my uh, honorable mention right now. Um, so, yeah. But what's your, what's your first one on your actual list? Yeah, so my first one, um, I only put three just because... Uh, it would. I figured it would allow us to talk about it more in depth and give backspace and context as to like the scene and stuff. Right. Uh, but my first one, uh, I'm gonna go with. I guess it's my oldest one on the list, which is the Berserker, Berserker from uh, Gears of War. So from 2006. Um, so in the game, you're fighting on a planet, a planet which name I, whose name I forget, but there's like a, a horde of like these monsters that come out of the ground. Mm-hmm. And they take over the world. And so you're trying to stop them and destroy their nest or some shit, if I remember correctly. But one of the monsters that comes out is a berserker, which is this blind creature that's just fucking massive. He's like a tree. And he charges at you, like, full speed, like, 
a railroad uh, fucking train. Um, and the only way you can beat him is with the special gun that's like part of the sequence. But the first time mm-hmm. you beat him or you meet him or I think the f- time you face him, you have to like get his attention and then jump out of the way and then shoot him with that special gun. And I just remember playing that on my 360 and like being terrified. <laughs> Actually, no, 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 no. You, you, the, the first time you play him, you just have to move him out of the way so that he breaks down some walls for you, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and so um, I just literally just remember that. But I remember being terrified. It was just fucking terrifying because it's like, you know, up until then, I, I'd only played, I think, like Madden and maybe like some simpler games in the 360. And, you know, back then it was like the new generation. So I'm like, right. they're like fucking like, oh, my God, this looks amazing. This is like next level video gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, that's the sequence. It's the Berserker sequence. And then eventually you do beat them. And I think you face a few more throughout the series. But yeah. it, it really isn't the same like that first time. Right. Yeah, that's definitely a good one. The Gears of War games it really like were solid for like the first three, and then I feel like they kind of fell off. Yeah, but, like I, I do remember that that being like, and uh, the other thing for Gears of War I remember like specifically is the final boss, like with the bats or the yeah Rom, yeah, yeah Rom. That shit was intense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the yeah. first time you see there's a lot of those in video games. There's like the first time you see this like massive thing that you just don't have an answer for. It's mm-hmm. always terrifying. <laughs> like I don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck I'm supposed mm-hmm. to do. Um. So definitely that. But, um, all right. So mine is also going to be my oldest one on my list, which came out in 07, which is the final mission in Halo 3. Um, the mm-hmm. final mission in Halo 3 is... You're so, leaving the Halo? Yeah, I think so. I think you've, you're blowing up the Halo and you're rolling out. Yeah, um, yeah. It's and, you and the Arbiter and a Warthog. Right. And... It's just like everything's blowing up. It, you're escaping. Like there's just uh, I think flutter everywhere, which is why you're blowing it up. Um, and like as you're escaping, the flutter basically just like twenty eight day later zombies. Like like it, like they they look more like zombies. They're not like people. But I just mean like mm-hmm. fast. Like I'll just throw myself at you, kind of zombie yeah. deal. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Not slow meandering ones. But and then you're just like on this warthog trying to get off, and the whole thing's exploding, and especially near the end, because then you're on like this like little outrigging almost, and like it's completely falling apart while you're trying to drive out. Mm-hmm, um, uh-huh. And it's just like that was one of like the first ones I can remember where like it got my adrenaline going. Like I was like, oh shit, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and that music, yeah, that had that absolutely like intense music as everything's falling apart, exploding. You're on a fucking basically a jeep. You know what I mean? Just like launching over ramps. Mm-hmm. And it was just it's super dope. Oh yeah, dude. Same one. Same same sort of like you know 360, dude. Like you you get that first hint of real true like next level gaming. You're like holy shit! Like I can't believe it. Um, I I do I know I know some people think that this one is derivative of the first games, which you are also on a on a um. Warthog uh, going through, I think, the High Charity, not High Charity, the Pillar of Autumn. Yeah. Um, and it's blowing up. But, I, I mean, I think they're different enough. I mean, just because you get on a Jeep and you're, like, you know, driving down and shit's attacking you. I mean, there's, like, fucking 20 sequences of that throughout the whole right. series. Yeah. Um, That's so, like, like, at that point, you could just say it, like, every chase scene is derivative of the Of another one. Halo one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I, even back then, or even today, I mean, like, every time I see those, because well, I, I remember seeing those comparisons when the game came out, but even now, I I, I, don't, I think that they're dissimilar enough that they sort of stand on their own. Um, 
and then the ending is great. You know, you jump on the ship and you're fucking escaping the cutscene sequence, and then yeah. you know the portal closes and you get stuck in space, and the arbiter makes it through because he's on the front of the ship. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that whole sequence is awesome, and and I definitely remember playing it for the first time as well. Yeah, absolutely. So on on both of our next two, I think are from we have similar games but different moments in them. Mm-hmm. Or not similar games. I think we have the same games, just different yeah. moments in the games. Yeah. So what's your what's your next one? Yeah, my next one is um the twist in Bioshock. Um, so this you know That's spoilers just a <laughs> for a thirteen year old game. Um, if you haven't played it, it it is truly one of my favorite games of all time. Um, and I think um a game that I sh- probably should have waited to play for later because I do I did appreciate it in two thousand seven when I first played it. I remember I got it for Christmas, played it on easy because it was fucking terrifying. <laughs> but I don't think I appreciated the sort of the art direction, the design, and just how like good in terms of a story it was. Um, yeah, that one I, I think is one that you need. Like, that's one that like as an adult I feel like is different. You know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Regardless of how yep. smart you are. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I, I feel like um, I, I I need to check out the remaster for the PS4 because I would not mind replaying it i mm-hmm. think it's it's um it's that good um but the twist is uh half happens halfway through the game the guy who you've been chasing the whole time who you've been trying to kill the whole time with the help of this guy named atlas um you come to find out that it, he isn't i mean he is a bad guy but he's not the main bad guy and that the guy who you have been working with he uses a phrase to control you because you've been brainwashed or you are a basically a puppet mm-hmm. um and um as it happens you're like holy shit and you realize that you have been used up until that point and mm-hmm. it's a fantastic twist and it sort of turns the whole game uh, on its head um in a really interesting way and sort of propels it to the finale which I, the finale I, I don't love just because it sort of becomes that sort of same like big yeah. blue guy you know? Yeah, I also forgot that that wasn't the actual ending. Yeah, because at like, the end, you know, you're, it feels you're like it feels like the end. Like yeah. it feels mm-hmm. like such a like everything's cool. Like, boy, if they'd have ended that game right there, like if they had made the game longer in between those two things and ended it at that fucking twist, mm-hmm. whoo, that shit would have been so like <laughs> you've been. I'd have been devastated. Yeah, I would have been like, wow, fuck this. Like, what is this? But yeah, and uh, it feels like the end. But it also feels weirdly short when you get to it. You're like, okay, like what's going on here? This is too easy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that's my, my that's my sequence. The twist in in Bioshock. Um, I guess I didn't give proper context in terms of what it's about, but it's just a, a guy in I think like the 1950s. His plane, he's on a plane over the Atlantic. It crashes and he gets to this lighthouse, which is a doorway to this underwater city named Rapture where it's supposed to be this perfect utopia that was eventually destroyed by um, sort of rampant um, science Bio and rampant drug like... use and um, vacuum. It was It's basically a vacuum where anybody can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he finds it, it's falling apart. And the guy who's trying to help him out, he's trying to take over the city, but he tricks him. Right. So um, that's a perfect segue into my mm-hmm. Bioshock uh, moment. Which is that, like, I feel like it might just be the ride down. So you find the lighthouse, and then you climb up, maybe, I don't know if you climb to the top of the lighthouse, like, inside. 
But you definitely go inside the lighthouse, and then I believe there's just an elevator. And it's a very pretty long elevator. And I feel like the whole time, it's like giving you ads for Raptor. It's like, in this utopia, blah, 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 like, as you're going down. Like, a PA mm-hmm. system, you know what I mean? Like, just like a general tour would, like, tell you everything. And then, like, as you start getting to the bottom, like, it gets dark because it's at the bottom of the sea. And then by the end, it's, like, pitch black. You get there, and you're in this, like, canister. And it's just got, like, a window in the front. And, like, you see, the first thing you see is it's, like, pitch black with, like, one lone light in the middle of the room, if I remember correctly. And you see, like, a person slowly backing up. And then you see something jump around in the darkness. And you're like, oh, fuck, what is that? Mm-hmm, and then that mm-hmm. bitch just fucking, like, pins the person to the glass that's, like, you're in. And fucking rips them apart. And, like, kills them. And I just remember, like, you going into it expecting, like, a grand city. Because that's, like, what you've been told so far on the yeah, way down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the very first thing you see is someone viciously get killed in a dark room. And yeah. you're in a capsule. And the capsule just fucking opens. It's like, welcome to Rapture. And I was like, I don't want to be here. This yeah, is like, awful. You sort of push the elevator button, like, back up, back up, back up. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is fucking terrifying. Mm. What's funny to me is I think the twist is, like, one of the greatest moments in, in, in video games. Like, I think even regardless of what you tell me, I think the twist would still be up there somewhere. But, mm-hmm. like, I think that's a testament to how good the storytelling is in that game. Because, if I'm being 100% honest, I don't like the way that game plays at all. Like, I don't... Like, the aiming is sloppy to me. Like, I I, I don't really know how to explain it. I just feel like I can't hit anything. Like, yeah. I feel like every... Like, I'm just fucking, like... I feel like my arms made out of spaghetti, like the character's arms made out of spaghetti. Like, like when you go to like aim, I just like go too far always, and mm-hmm. like, it, like it just feels sloppy, and I just don't enjoy how it plays. It feels like no, I know what you mean, and and I remember, I remember when I played it, you know, just sort of if you want to shoot it, you just go, just like fucking shoot wherever, right? Yeah, shoot in the general just like direction in the general, of yeah, the general hit. direction of a thing. Um, like there's no sort of like, all right, let me be careful, let me snipe, or like you know, there's no sort of more tactical aspect to it. It's it's much more. Um, open, much more boxy, light than, than than other ones. Yeah, and so I don't like the way it plays. But I will forever put that in one of my like top games or games that people like should absolutely play at some point. Like that's a testament to how great the storytelling is, is because I don't even like the fucking game really, and I'm like, now you gotta play Bioshock. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, right. that's my Bioshock moment. Yeah, and I think um. Did you ever play Infinite, the third one? The I did not. Sequel? I have it. I, um, I have it, but I have not played it. It is the. It has a similar sequence where you like get to a lighthouse and you get into the, go into the lighthouse and it takes you to the city. But it, it, this one, it's the opposite to a certain extent, where like you go up into the clouds and you see this fucking just beautiful, just like city in the clouds, and it's amazing. But of course, it's all a facade because it's a piece of shit under mm-hmm. underneath. Um. But that game is awesome. Um, some of the politics are a little iffy, um, but um, it has a similar sort of whoa. You get to this new city and you see like this sort of amazing presentation of it, right. um, in a way that I makes you want to replay it. But it is it, the back end of the story is a little a little iffy. <laughs> okay. At some point, I'm probably gonna go back or go and play it, and I, it'll have yeah. to be after I play one and two. And so yeah. I'll keep that in mind. I'll let you know what I think about it. 
Yeah, you should. I would skip two. I, I felt like two is so disposable. Um, yeah, because you just play as a big daddy, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, re- I played two already, so I'll probably still play it again just because. And I feel like yeah. I like two more than one in terms of like actual gameplay. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'll probably end up playing both of them and then playing Infinite at some point. Yep. I'm kind of at a point right now with my games where like, I'm kind of cleaned up on most of them. Like, I finished Ghost of Tsushima, and, like, mm-hmm. we've just been playing Overwatch, um, which actually, us winning a competitive match should have made my top three moments, because that shit never happens, bro. <laughs> like, our group uh-huh. gets stopped. All right, uh-huh. so, <laughs> shout out to all of our friends who listen to this and understand. Um, but, yeah, uh, so, like, I, I think I might go back and start those soon, since right now I'm not, like, in the middle of any of the, those kind of games. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what's your next, what's your last uh, moment? Yeah, so my last one is one that I actually just played, I think, about a year or so ago, or two years ago, maybe? It was recently, but it was, um, it's the first time you meet the stranger in God of War, the 2018 reboot, or sequel reboot um, game. Um, and so... Just to give you some backstory in terms of my experience with God of War, I never played any of the old ones on the PS2 or PS3. Um, I never played them. I mean, I, I know like I know what sort of roughly what they're about. You know, mm-hmm. it's about God of War, and you know his wife with kids were killed, and you know and then he goes like kills all the gods in right. Greek mythology. And so then going into this one, it's like oh, it's more grounded, more realistic, and but it's sort of the same uh, gameplay. And so I started playing it. In the first few minutes, it's sort of the same. It's like, you know, you just beat these, like, zombies, and you throw your, your axe, and you have your shield. It's very sort of that, like, high-camera stuff, gameplay that um, that sort of uh, is okay. what the series is. Right. And then about 10 minutes in, after you know the basic controls, you go back to your house in the game with your son, and you get a knock on the door, and it's this character played by uh, Jeremy Davies, who's in movies. He's like in Saving Private Ryan. He was in Lost for a few episodes. Um, and he's this guy who's like, I know who you are. Like, you think you can just hide away here? And you sort of go like, oh shit, like this guy knows that he's like the fucking Kratos from before. And and also... And this fight breaks going... out that is fucking nuts. Like, sort of just blows your mind. They like, he like, punch, the stranger punches Kratos and he flies like over a house and they're throwing trees and rock, giant fucking boulders at each other and just beating the shit out of each other. And it's like a it's like a movie intercut with like the fighting sequences, which is actually different than what you've played so far. Right. Um. So that was the first time where I was like, oh shit, like this game is like fucking serious business, which I think happens like I think two or three more times throughout the game. It's like when you fight a dragon and then the ending, but all of them are awesome. But it it's not quite like that first time when you um meet the stranger. Right. Because the fact that there's a lot you don't know is like it amplifies what you do know. And that's like, there's a knock on the door and he immediately turns to a trace. He's like, you fucking hide. Like, don't mm-hmm. you dare fucking do anything. Don't be seen. Don't come out. You fucking hide. And that's it. Cause like he immediately knows something's up. Cause it's very obvious that this whole area where you live, there's nobody there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That knock mm-hmm. on the door happens. He's like, you need to fucking go. Like, right now, you need to get the fuck out of here. Something bad's about to happen. And mm-hmm, then you knock on mm-hmm. the door, and it's, like you said, it's played by Jeremy Davies. So he's, like, kind of, like, real slender and just, like, you're playing as Kratos is this jacked fucking dude giant, with a beard. Yeah. Bald, yeah. just fucking brolic. And, like, he's, like, you know, I know who you are. And you're, like, like, the whole time, you're, like, 
nah, this dude's in for a problem. And so Kratos fucking hits him. And I think, like, he just, like, turns his head. Like, like he, it just looks like a normal punch. And I'm like, immediately was like, that's weird. Because I feel mm-hmm. like if I just rock the shit out of this dude, he should be flying. And yeah. mm-hmm. then he turns and hits you, and you go flying, and you're like, oh, oh, oh hold this mm-hmm. whole thing up. This is whole different. Like, yep, yep, yep. This whole fucking thing's different. So that's that's definitely, like, a very, like, super eye-opening moment, and it'll get you in a good mood for the rest of the game. You know what I mean? Like, you're ready to see what's going to happen next um, from the moment that happens. Yep. So mine is also going to be from God of War. And Your last one. Yeah. Different, different moment for my last one. Which is that, uh, t- just to quickly do a little more of a summary on the, the first three, like, it's, he has white skin because his wife and son were killed by him. Um, you know, Ares he tricks him into going into this town, and, it, it, like, I'm, you're not really sure if it's just, like, a matter of, or at least me, I'm not. I don't know if he was, like, literally, like, hallucinating for lack of a better word like i don't know if he was shown something different and doesn't realize it's a wife and kid or if it's literally just like he's the like aries is training him to be like an agent of war and so it's just like uncontrollable rage and he does Mm -hmm. it and immediately notices and then uh i think a older like shaman like says like you're going to wear the shame on your body and that's why it's white and so then he goes through with these fucking blades of chaos and and you know kills Ares and then Zeus wrongs him and he kills Zeus. You know what I mean? Like it, it, and yeah. then you open up the new God of War with an axe and it's like a very different thing because the, if nothing else with Kratos is these two blades with chains around his arms. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like what you've learned is that like, you know, it's it, his whole thing has been trying to put his past behind him and become better as, as a father, as a person. And like in, in, you know, he's not even in the same universe anymore. You know what I mean? Right. He's not, it's different. We're in Norse mythology now. He's, he's trying to move on and trying to learn from his past. And so I can't remember exactly what causes it. I feel like Atreus gets taken, right? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Atreus gets taken, which is, you know, his son. And he's like, he realized like you go back to the house that you start at. And at the very beginning, he's like, don't, I feel like he, at some point he tells him like, don't, go in like don't open the door like the bottom trap door i feel like you get that info before you know what's in there and then like he starts walking back to the house and you're like hold on like i started to get an inkling before we started going like i was like oh fuck and so you get to the trap door you open it and it's the fucking blades of chaos and you're like okay this is what's going on now because it's like the ultimate like like kratos is done playing games like he's like like, you took his son it's a fucking rap and now it's time to like get to business you know what i mean because like his axe whole thing is like the axe is like a a memento of his wife you know what i mean um his dead wife and so it's like there's a lot of love like kind of is the main emotion associated with the axe you know what i mean like every time he talks about the axe he talks about his wife um Mm -hmm. his wife um and (laughs) and then it was just like immediately it was like Nah, fuck this. Like, we're burning it all down. <laughs> like, he brings out the blades. And it was just such an intense moment of, like, oh, it's like, we're playing this game for real now. And also, it was, like, super weird for me because I remember the whole time I was playing with the axe, I was like, I don't know how they're going to make the blades work. Because everything with the axe is very straightforward. 
You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you are attacking yeah. the thing in front of you. And everything with the blades in all older God of War games has been like, I'm attacking everything around me all the time. I'm yeah, a it's whirling very, like, dervish cartoony, of blades. Like, yeah, like, just sort of like the Tasmanian devil, like... Right. Like this one's like it seems like this one's like heavier and like the powers are like more grounded and like the magic's just like the most barest magic it can be right and so like getting those is like holy shit how is this gonna work and it actually they i feel like they did it pretty well like that that mm-hmm. it didn't feel like they changed the blades like tremendously to make it fit yeah but like it still felt like it worked in the game but like i just remember that moment of you walk like because i feel like it's a long walk back to the house and you start to get, I think maybe you row a boat for a good bit of it. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, shit's about to get real. Um, and they do the music, like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, it, that was like one of my top gaming moments, too, in that game. So that's, those are our top yeah. threes. Uh, mm-hmm. All of those are fucking mm-hmm. dope. Um, so in, in conclusion, play Bioshock, play Halo 3, play Gears of War, and then play the new God of War. Yeah. Can't go wrong with any of them. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of can't going wrong, uh, not being able to go wrong, uh, let's talk about what went wrong for the Clippers. <laughs> yeah, the LA Clippers. My gosh, poor bastards. Um, not yeah, so they just this, lo- but they didn't make it to the finals. <laughs> and not only did they not make it to the finals, but I think the fact that they blew a three-one lead, right, uh, is just what it's like a cherry on top. So like, sort of to give you like a back, sort of like also backstory. to, to fucking the Nuggets. You have Jamal Murray, who's a baller, and Jokic, who's a baller. But Jokic is the... You could put Jokic in front of me right now, and even at seven foot tall, I'd be like, nah, this is one of those seven foot dudes that doesn't play basketball. Yes. <laughs> he's, not like one of, he's probably like not one of the best passers in the league, one of the best centers in the league. Um, now he's... Yeah, he's amazing. Him, and then even the bench. I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael Porter. Yep. Um, I he Harris. he's turned out to be a pretty good pick. I know people were a little bit he- or uh, skeptical of them picking him that highly in the draft yeah. a couple years ago, especially after a back injury. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like those are like anytime someone hurts their back, it's like okay, we need probably need to stop now. I mean, definitely a gamble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like one of those things. It's like either fucking like you know you come out looking like the smartest bastards in the in the room, or you come out looking like just the stupidest. Right. It's like yeah, it's either like. You took the guy with back problems. He turned out great, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, you guys like nailed it!" Waver on him, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you guys are geniuses. Or, How did you know? Or it's like he fucking never recovers, and you're like, "Duh, he had fucking back problems, bro." Yeah, <laughs> my man it's had like, back what? problems at the age of fucking nineteen. Of course, he didn't come out. Right. Who was the guy? Uh, Duan Blair. He was like, he didn't have ACLs. Like, what did you expect? <laughs> exactly. Um, and so like it happened a couple of days ago when they got they got upset or they collapsed <laughs> and i remember it was like the nine o'clock game and i was like damn that's kind of late and like i was checking the the halftime score and they were tied or they were close and i was like i'm just gonna get ready for bed and so i got ready for bed brushed my teeth did the whole thing you know get got shit ready for the next morning and then like i was in bed and i was like oh shit the game let me check the score and it was like two minutes to go and they were down by 15 i was like bitch let me get on twitter because this thing is about to fucking explode and it did, dude. It was amazing. Like people were shitting about how t- Doc Rivers is the only coach to have have been uh, blown a three-one lead in three decades, three times. Uh, how they he's fucking, done it in they... three different decades. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, three different decades. How he <laughs> fucking uh, they gave up more first-round picks than the uh, uh, Paul George had field goals. How. <laughs> 
uh, like Kawhi and like three other guys had fewer points than Jamal Murray and just oh man, just amazing stuff. Bro, here's the deal. I was in the same boat. I was getting ready for bed in my like I checked the score and I checked it at like the beginning of the fourth quarter and it was like I want to say the Nuggets were up like ten and I was like. 10 is the kind of lead that doesn't really mean anything, but it is important. I don't know if that makes sense. But, like, 10 can go away in a fucking heartbeat. Like, 10 can... You can lose 10 quick. But if you're down by 10, you're like, we really got to fucking close this gap and we're going to have some problems. You know what I mean? 10 is like a tipping point, I think. Like, 10 doesn't mean you're out of it at any means. But, like, 10, you really need to start coming back. Or else, like, if it gets to 15 or 20, it's not looking good for you. Um... And which is true for every team except for the Clippers, because I think the Clippers have blown some huge leads to like twenty and fifteen and twenty. Well, well, they were like, what was it? They were in game five. They were up by sixteen, right? Yeah. And then they just blew that game, and then they fucking got blown out in game six, and then they got fucking just destroyed in game seven. Yeah, and it's like, what killed me though is in the fourth quarter, like, the Clippers are down, like, like, like halfway through the fourth quarter, they're down by like fifteen. And mm-hmm. I stopped watching with, like, three minutes left, I think. And they were up by 20. Um, and so, like, you know, it's it, you're going through the fourth quarter. The Clippers are not getting it back. And you can start to see, like, the desperation creep in. And, mm-hmm. like, it, like mm-hmm. it, you see, like, Kawhi try, like, a terrible shot. Like, he's just trying to, like, he does a Euro step where the dude doesn't even, he doesn't even remotely get by the dude. And just, like, kind of throws it, like, straight up to try and get it over him. And it just doesn't work. And you're like... We're just grasping for straws here now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then my favorite thing is that Paul George shot a three from the corner that was so bad it fucking clanked off the side of the back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bro, that shit killed me. I was so fucking, I was dying. Because it, like, he shot it and the, the fucking announcer was like, Paul George off the backboard. Off the backboard. <laughs> it was um Mike Mike Breen. He was like, oh my god. <laughs> the, have did you see the Mark Phillips video about this where he pretends to be Doc Rivers? Yeah, he's like, I know I'm fired, but I y'all are trash. But y'all are trash. I want you to know Quiet. that Hollywood trash. Quiet. If I see you on another top ten list, I'm gonna kill somebody. <laughs> I'm just gonna kill somebody. <laughs> Oh, dude, I uh, saw someone take the fucking... Yo, the best thing ever is, one, how serious Paul George takes himself. Two, that fucking Gatorade commercial. Because yes, dude, why would he ever he do a thing to do that? Up, every time. Every dude, time he like, fucks up, it's like, bing! Here's this Gatorade commercial. Ball game. Fucking... Ball game. And then just the, the intercut, like him hitting the backboard. Like, yeah. why would he agree to do that when he has never done that? Like, it makes no sense. It's like Romo being like, Super Bowl victory. We did it. Be like, you've never done that. You've never even come close. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it kills me every time. And it yeah, makes I it mean, so great every time Paul George inevitably gets knocked out too early. <laughs> like, Jesus. And like, like, so I know, they, I think him and Kawhi both have one year left. I think Montrez Harrell, I think he's up for a contract and he was the sixth man of the year. So he might stay or go. But like... It's like, I feel like them and the Rockets are both in the same boat where it's like, what are you going to do? You literally shipped away your future for it didn't win it now. Russ and for what's his name for Paul George. Dude, like they gave up so much for Paul George <laughs> and now they have nothing. And next year, Kawhi and Paul George might both be gone. Yeah, there's no Lou way Williams Kawhi's going to stay. 
Hmm? There's no way Kawhi is going to stay. And if they right. don't do better next year, he's out of there. And, like, why didn't he... Yeah, that's why people were like, this guy left for Paul George. He could have gone to uh, LeBron in AD and just guaranteed ring. Or he could have stayed in Toronto and built a dynasty That's what there. he should have done. He should have stayed yes. in Toronto because Siakam... But Nick Nurse and yeah. Siakam and... and um, Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even Fred Van Fleet. Yeah. He could have just stayed there. And, first of all, like, the thing is, is, like, if he'd have stayed there, he could have had both. Like, he could have had, like, a good second player because Siakam is legitimately a good second player. And yeah. he could have still been, like, the guy that did it solo. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was his thing. Is like, like, Kawhi is the first guy that didn't have, like, a superstar cast around him and still made it happen in a while. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. He could have had both. He could have actually had it. But because he was there before the guy was big, like, he still would have been the guy on the team. Yeah. And also, could you think of a better franchise fit than the quietest guy on earth being on the only team in Canada? Like, it just fits right. so like, well. It just fits. And then, like, you have the best, you have one of the best coaches in, like, you have the fucking coach of the year. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he didn't know that, but he coached pretty well in the finals. Like, yeah. You know, and I know they got some lucky breaks, so maybe that's what he would, maybe he thinks, you know, well, you know, I won. Yes, I earned it, but, I, you know, they also didn't have KD or Steph or Clay. So, yeah. like, but, but you must know that the guys on your team are, I don't know. like Yeah, I don't know. But, like, also Paul George has got to be so mad because they were talking about him going to the Lakers. And Paul George has got to be like, I could have went to the Lakers and did nothing. I could have just mm-hmm. went to the Lakers and did nothing and been bad and still won a championship and not get made fun of on my old fucking Gatorade commercial forever. <laughs> fucking play and the playoff p yeah, dude play he just like p. why does he do that why does he keep setting himself up for these like okay so yes he was good when he was with the pay with the pacers and i think it was 2012 i think they were up like 2-1 against the heat right like that's the mm-hmm. closest they've come you know they, i think it was the eastern conference finals and it was him roy hibbert uh, i think george hill and a uh, fucking i forget who else but it's like, you think that's playoff P? Like, fucking Eastern Conference Finals? Like, you're setting yourself up for so much slander. Like, what do you... Yeah, you had, like, one big series. You know what I mean? Like, you were a pretty good player, and you had, like, one big playoff run, and everyone was, like, ready to anoint you. And you decided to just roll with it. Exactly. And you're like, I'm not going to be humble at all. I'm going to yeah. just set myself up for if shit goes wrong, I look like an asshole for the rest of my life. And, like, even, like, Giannis, who is a two-time MVP, people are shitting on him because he did the crown thing. He's like, I wear this now. And it's like... Yeah. <sighs> I mean, oh at least he's not playoff B, though. Um, I am. I feel bad for the Clippers, and I think, you know, I, I don't... I really don't know where they go from here. I mean, I know next year they'll be good, but, you know, everybody else will be a year older. Um, it's kind of how we talked about the Cowboys a couple weeks ago, where it's like, yeah, like, cool, you know, they, they didn't make the playoffs, but they look good, but then it's like... Well, the next year, everybody's older, right? Like, everybody's maybe a little bit more dinged up. Everybody isn't where they were even a year before. Right. Um, so, I mean, I feel a little bad, but then I, I remember that Doc Rivers, you know, he was there when Duke beat Carolina in, two, in 2012 off of that <laughs> Austin Rivers shot. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck Doc Rivers. <laughs> I, I remember you celebrating. I remember. <laughs> That's amazing. I synced it. I synced it. Um,. So who do you think who do, who do you think is going to the the finals? I'm going to say the Heat and the Lakers. Heat I Lakers. also am going to say the Heat and the Lakers. I yeah. think I think everyone the Celtics are the favorite, but like I just 
for some reason, I'm really thinking the Heat are going to make it. And then, like, I'm ready to see Jimmy Butler just fucking dog it out with LeBron James. You know what I mean? Like, I'm ready for that. And, and you know, it's they're not on the same skill level, but fucking uh, the guy that I don't know how to say his last name, Bam Adebayo? Uh, Bam Adebayo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bam Adebayo. It's not a bad matchup for Anthony Davis. Yeah. So I'm I'm ready to see that series. The only and they thing got is the like, shooters, and they got Jimmy, who's sort of like the X factor, like you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think if the Celtics make it, I don't think they I don't think they stand much of a chance. You know what I mean? I just think they don't match up as well um, against the Lakers. I think the Heat mm-hmm. would be a better series. So that's what I'm rooting for. Definitely gonna watch that. Was was excited for Clippers Lakers. And then that didn't work out. <laughs> but, but, dude, I like, yeah, I, I feel the same. Like, I was like, oh, that would have been cool because that would have been sort of what everybody's been waiting for all year. But then the the how they went out, the, the collapse, the just, like, the collapse in the games themselves, you know, it's just, to, like, the Nuggets. Like, not even, like, I know the Nuggets are good, but, like, it's not even, like, to the Lakers, right? Like, just, it's just, right. it's just like a chef's kiss of just I fucking... saw, I feel like I saw Dragonfly Jones, you saying, like, I really wanted to see Clippers, Lakers, but... You know the, uh, the how Twitter's gonna look if if the Clippers blow this three one lead. It's really just a win win for it's me. It's a win win, <laughs> yeah, dude. It was literally a win win. Like yeah, they were like dude, just up there, you know, um, you, you know, everybody shitting on them. It was just like a, mm, it's like the good old days. <laughs> Whew. Yeah, that was fucking beautiful. I'm so glad it couldn't happen to anybody better than Paul George, who mm. I also think has probably been one of the most overrated superstars of all time, but. <laughs> And it's crazy because he was third in MVP last year, so like the 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 skill is there. I just don't know. Like, it, nah, I mean, sucks, bro. He's I guess terrible. it just like I don't he hits know. the it's playoffs. Just, he just fucking chokes it away. Yeah, like fucking Reggie different. Miller's yeah, grabbing just, his neck. Yeah, it's fucking truly. hilarious. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's see. The last thing we were going to talk about was the PS5 press reveal, right? Yep. Mm-hmm, yep. So it was revealed to be, I want to say, four ninety nine for the regular version for the and, disc one, yeah, and then three ninety nine for the digital version. Yep. So yep. how do how do you feel about it? How how does that uh, affect your views on the next console? I mean, I'm I'm I was a three sixty guy, like I've said before, mm-hmm. all throughout college in the last ten years of my life or longer, uh, to the point where I still say why when I mean to say triangle, <laughs> um, and. Um, so I saw these pre- so and then I switched to PS4. I don't know if I'll ever go back to the Xbox, their equivalent, the X series. I I kind of don't even want to go into that because the number the names are so fucked up that I don't even Yo, know that shit, how. I don't understand what the fuck they're doing. Like look, the Nintendo has the most nonsensical fucking console systems. They're super cool. But, like, if we're talking about, like, what a game system looks like and, and is in your hands, the Nintendo is just fucking lost their fucking mind. The, the GameCube was, like, normal. I mean, it looked ridiculous. It was a cube, and the shit had an actual fucking handle on the back, like, just to carry it around <laughs> with in one hand. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, it was still... And the controller was funky. And if you even go back to the N64, the controller was a fucking mess. Um, but then, like, after that, it was the Wii. The Wii had fucking nunchucks for handles. Uh, for controllers. 
and like was like just this weird like little slim box and yes. you know had the motion controls and everything super weird then the wii u came out which i do think was a naming mistake to use the same name before and just add like a letter to it because yeah. then it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like the next it just seems like a version of you know what yeah I mean? right yep 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 and but it had like a full fucking tablet for a controller and had like the same kind of slim like uh you know like console then the fucking switch came out and the switch is like Nah, dog. We just have a fucking 3DS. Like, like you just have your regular like. This shit's just like a big Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Like you can mm-hmm. put it and set it on your TV, or you can just fucking take it with you. And still, again, like two separate nunchuck like remotes, like as your controller. It's fucking nonsense. But even their fucking names are more clear than the Xbox names. Like, yeah. like, like they, whoever was designing this lost their fucking mind and it was still easier to follow than the Xbox one. <laughs> like, there was the Xbox, the Xbox 360, which is a weird convention to go 360, but still pretty obvious, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, it's like the, like, um... N64, like, like it's right. just like Nintendo 64, it's like a, it's like a, just a fucking number, and 360 right. is like, oh, it's like a globe, it's like a world, like, it makes sense. Right. Then came the Xbox One, what the fuck, why, 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 why have the first Xbox, mm-hmm. Xbox 360, and then Xbox One? I was like, immediately, like, this is dumb. Then they had the Xbox One S, right, which was like a slim right. version of the Xbox One. Yes, and, and then I kind of forgive them because it's like you said, it's like for the Wii U, right? Yeah. Like it's like you expect it to be like just the smaller version of a previous, or like some sort of uh, like. Um, do you remember there was a PlayStation, right? The big boxy one. Yep. And then there was like a slender version, like PS One. Do you remember yep. that? Yep. Yeah, it's like that. So I I get that. That is totally fair. Then there's the Xbox One X, which like now it's like really we got we got a whole lot of fucker X's and O's, bro. Like in your name, Xbox One X, just it seems like a lot. Um, but that is basically like the pro version of the PS4, right? It's, it's still the same gaming generation, but it's got like some better specs can possibly do, you know, 4k or whatever on some games and, you know, just look a little better. Um, but then they have the Xbox series X, which is now the next generation. So Mm -hmm. we went Xbox, Xbox 360, totally fine. Xbox one, don't know. Xbox one X. All right, now it's just, like, annoying to say. And then Xbox Series X. It's like, mm-hmm. why? Why are you doing this? And then they came out with a cheaper, worse version of the next-gen console called the Xbox Series S. And you already have an Xbox One S. What the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> it's and even more ridiculous it... is the Xbox Series S, which is the next-gen one, right? Mm-hmm. The small, next-gen, like, digital-only one. Yep. It's actually got worse specs than the xbox series x so like it's weaker console but the thing is it's also weaker than the xbox one x like it's next gen but it's got like worse specs across the board than what's out now exactly just because the fuck are you doing and like (laughs) i I feel like sometimes like for me like i don't even try to keep up sometimes because it's so confusing what they offer I, i personally don't know like sort of the specs and stuff but i know some of them were like well it's, this one's 4k and then the the thing that's fucking just breaking my brain is backwards compatibility everybody's always like backwards compatibility so they can play older old, older games but then it's like 
you have to have this membership, but then it's like, uh, you know, only some of the games, but they'll play some of the games, but only the remastered versions, but we won't give you the new versions. And I'm just like, oh my God, just, yeah, can I've I play just video games? I've basically given up on backwards compatibility. I think, I think the infrastructure in, in consoles, like, uh, in this case, like the operating system, like the windows or the, whatever the fuck Mac calls it, um, like just changes too drastically to make things happen. You know what I mean? To, like, make the upgrades possible. Um, I think it changes too drastically to, like, consistently be able to catch everything that's happened before. You know what I mean? Um, like, like there are games on your PC that, like, can't run on your PC because they're too old. And then you have to, like, download a program that just makes, like, gives yourself, like, its own window. It's like, nah, now this piece, like, this is a program on your PC that just runs Windows 98. You know what I mean? And then you can play your game on Windows 98. And so, like, you don't have that level of customization on consoles. So, like, backwards compatibility, I just feel like, is never going to universally be a thing. You know what I mean? I don't think yeah, you're ever yeah. just going to be guaranteed to play, like, PS1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to play, like, Xbox on the Xbox 1000, and I'm going to be able to play everything. It's going to be, like, the Xbox no. 1000 SO. Fucking X. Oh, <laughs> uh, exclamation point, asterisk, asterisk, <laughs> dash one. Yeah, dash one, still. Um. <laughs> but, oh, and then, yeah, and then on that one, the uh, Call of Duty update will be one terabyte. Right. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but, I, I mean, in terms of the, going back to the PS5, I, I, that, I mean, that's fine. I honestly was anticipating like $600. I was expecting 600 and 500 Yeah, yeah. Not 500 and 400 So I was pleased when I saw it. And I've but, always heard that early on, they sort of have to just eat the, the they're not making money off of it, is what correct. I've heard. Yep. It, it, in the early stages, you're not making money. You're just trying to um, basically get, like, market share. Um, you know what I mean? Like, you, you're, mm-hmm. on, at least on your consoles, like, you're not going to make money because the thing is, is that when they design a console, they design it so that it's going to be good for roughly seven years. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least in some capacity, you know what I mean? Like, now they come out with the Pro about halfway through, so there's a better version about halfway through. But, like, the PS4 still plays every game the PS4 Pro does. So, mm-hmm. like, it has to be supported for seven years. And because, you know, things evolve and, and games get bigger and more expensive and, and have a million more assets and are harder to run, like, at the very beginning, they're, like, topping out, like, what is available you know what i mean like they're like getting like the best of the best or close to it and then using their own proprietary software to bridge the gap between now and seven years from now so but the price still has to be viable you know what i mean so it's like we're not going to make money because the stuff we're buying is like super expensive for what we're doing right now right it won't be expensive later we'll still be able to make money on it later but right now we need to get this in people's hands Right, yeah. And that was what ha- that was one of the problems with the PS3 is the PS3 came out a whole year later than the 360. And, like, mm. it lost a lot of market share because if people so want an about- X-Gen console, they want it now. And the PS3, when it came out, was, like, I want to say almost $200 more expensive than the 360. So it's like, Jesus. You're, yeah, you're waiting it, a it year and getting... Feels yeah, bigger, like, in my memory. Like, I just remember this sort of oblong, like, sh- like fucking... Oh, yeah, it was a... Funky shape, just big. <laughs> yeah. Um, while the 360, it wasn't slender or anything, and I remember, you know, turning it on, and it sounded like a jet was taking off. Sometimes. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
but I do remember it, you know, sort of looking sleeker than the 360. It had a good shape. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the PS3 yeah. did not. Yeah, yeah. This PS3 um, looks like it was flat, and then someone pumped it with air. You know yeah, yeah, like, and it just like expanded. It. That's, I actually, and I and that's why I really like the four. Like I like the four design. It's just like a slender black box, and I think I'll like the the five as well. Um, I honestly do not see myself getting it this year though. Um, both because I'm I've been fine with my four. I have mm-hmm. so many games to play on my four, and I think a lot of people will still be on four for mm-hmm. the foreseeable future. And also, I don't think I'll even be able to have access to one. Um, I don't. Did you yeah. see like the they the, botched the rollout? The rollout is all messed up, and then people are pre-selling, and it's selling out like that. It's like a sneaker drop. Yeah. That was the thing, is that I probably would have, but now looking at it, I mean, like, Walmart is saying they should have some more stock, like, to be available for pre-order, like, which is a weird thing, because it's definitely not here. Like, like they like, we'll have more stock for pre-orders on fucking the 22nd of September, but it's just like, what do you mean more stock? Like, like you, it's you, not there yet. What are you talking about? It's all oh. hypothetical. It's all, yeah, you're just sort of, I'm just sort of going off of your word that you will have them. Right. So, if if I can manage to get my hands on a pre-order, I'll probably pre-order one. Like, yeah. uh, gaming is probably my number one hobby, um, yeah. more than watching anything or, or anything like that. So, I will probably be getting one if I get my hands on it this year. But mm-hmm. if not, I mean, I'll get it when it's available. Um, but... One other thing I wanted to mention just about it is that, like, the PlayStation 5, the PlayStation 5 and Xbox One are kind of, like, competing, and then, over like, what's funny to me is that Nintendo has basically just been doing their own shit since the GameCube. So, like, the GameCube came out, and it was, like, right there with, like, the PlayStation 2 and the Xbox. Like, they were kind of there, like... There were, uh, there were, I feel like, a decent amount of games that you could play on your GameCube and play on your PS2, right? Like, it was a lot of third-party games, is what they call them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and it was super awesome. But then, like, mm-hmm. I feel like the Wii came out before... Maybe it didn't. Maybe it came out around the same time. But, oh, like, what? maybe it came out before the Xbox 360 and the PS3. I think they were both. I think the 360 was 20, 2006, and I think the Wii was too. Okay. So, but the thing was is that, like, like I said about the design of like the Wii, mm-hmm. it was it had immediately. What the. F- oh, okay, never mind. Woo! I googled Wii release date and it said twenty twelve, and I was like. Nah, dog. <laughs> yeah, that was the Wii U. I was like, nah, dog. What the fuck? I was there in middle school, man. I was there. I seen it. I seen Wii's. Um, but yeah. So like, it was so bizarre. It, like I said, it had literal fucking nunchucks. Yeah. Like, it was not competing with the 360 in any market. You know what I mean? Like, right. But dude, like, it, it was huge though. Oh, it was. was. It? it sold out. But the thing is, is like, kind of what I'm talking about is that like, third party play, like Call of Duty. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, I've designed this game to work with a controller. And I've designed mm-hmm. it to work on a 360, which has, like, next-gen level specs, right? Yeah. And I have this Wii that's not even close to the 360 on specs. It's got fucking nunchucks for handles, bro. Like, how am I supposed to design a game for this? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's uh-huh. kind of like what every every third-party system or every third-party developer was looking at. You know what I mean? Because, like, Activision isn't owned by microsoft or sony or nintendo so mm-hmm. like we just make games and put them out but like i don't know what the fuck this nintendo's doing and i don't know what the fuck to do with it so 
the Wii was like the first one where I feel like I remember specifically like if you wanted to play a Call of Duty game or any like any game that wasn't a Nintendo game, you were shit out of luck. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not gonna show up on the Wii. And then the same thing with the Wii U, and kind of the same thing with the Switch. Like there's definitely more on the Switch than on the Wii U, but like the Switch is still just a weaker console by quite a bit. So like game developers are like I made this version that works on the PlayStation Four and the mm-hmm. Xbox One, and like I'd have to make a whole new game just to get it to work on your system. And it's just not worth it most of the time. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because also if you're buying a Switch, you're not buying it for, like, Call of Duty. You're buying it for fucking Mario Kart. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. what you're in it for. Yeah. But, like, I legitimately got upset, like, two weeks ago. I was thinking about it, and I was like, I never get to play Nintendo games because I don't want to spend my money on a console where, like, I can't play all the other games I like. Right, right. So, like, I like never I... get to play, the like, the newer Mario games. I never get to play, like, Donkey Zelda. Kong, Zelda, any of those. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I, in my head, I'm just like, why the fuck can't Nintendo just make a regular-ass console? Like, why <laughs> why do I have to ha- be able to take it on the go and then beat someone's ass with it like nunchucks, bro? Like, why do I have to, like, why do I have to have a full <laughs> tablet in my hand? Yeah. I just want to play Nintendo games on the same console I can play like call of duty on that shit would blow the competition out of the water because the thing is is the like mario games are never fucking bad zelda games are never bad even though i don't like them um like (laughs) like they're literally like every single time that a mario or zelda game of the year (laughs) it's a game of the year it's like the greatest game ever like fucking i think galaxy to this day is the highest rated game on metacritic of all time it's like the perfect like just the perfect distillation of what gaming is every single time that they come out with something. Right. And it's like always like, it's the perfect amount of like sticking to your roots and people knowing what they're getting when they play your game. And then, you know, uh, what's the one looking for here? Um, but I guess, you know, like that we sort of just explained why they do that because they literally can, but they can do that with the games. They don't need to do it with the fucking controllers. They don't need to make my shit mobile. Like, and, and and like, (laughs) that's the reason I never get to play them. Just playing the Switch on on my girlfriend just got one recently, and um, they have like the sort of port thing where you put the two sides of the Switch on it, and it feels. Right. I mean, it's not like as good as like the Xbox 360 controller that we talked about being the best of all time, or right. even the PS4 one, but it's it's solid. Like it's better than the Wii U, which I have played before, and it's right very it's clunky. very unwieldy. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I think the only time that I, I'm not a huge fan of is when we have, to, when we want to play like a two player game and we do the, like the, the little, sideways fucking the sideways thing. Like yeah. it, it's serviceable, like from Mario right. Kart or whatever, but I wouldn't imagine playing something like Zelda or something like that. Something that wasn't like a, uh, a, a party game like that. But, um, you know, just playing, we were playing overcooked and I was playing with that controller with the docking, the mini, I don't know what you would call it the docking for the controllers themselves right. and you put it up on the TV. I mean, and it looked just like my PS4 and it felt as close as you could get it in that sort of in-between yeah. um, thing. And then it's, it's just, just, it's the, just the, it's the problem of like the, the switch runs like has better specs when it's put in the dock than when it's handheld. Yeah. Because it's having to use less processing power to display it. It's just putting it through the HDMI cable. So like if you're, Mortal Kombat, for say, because Mortal Kombat did come out on the Switch, which is hilarious. Um, to have, like, the Switch is, like, the family-friendliest fucking thing. And, and Mortal <laughs> Kombat came over. Um, but, like, 
when you design Mortal Kombat, then you like you have to design it for the lowest common denominator. You know what yep. I mean? Like you have to be like this game has to work on the Switch when you pull it out of the dock, and so that means our game has to look worse. Like we have to do we have to use more like tricks or magic to like make it look okay because we can't right. do everything we did on the PS4. And so right, a lot right. of third party places are like it's not worth my time to like go through all this extra work just to get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just want a normal fucking console. Like, I want to play Mario, and then when I don't want to play Mario, just be like, okay, I'll just play fucking Overwatch with my friends. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that shit ain't gonna happen with a Nintendo console. Right. The fucking next Nintendo console is not, it's gonna be fucking, uh, the the fucking Power Gloves, bro. You you know what I'm talking about? Maybe Xbox 1000 X259-1 will have Nintendo games. That's you know? true. Yeah, maybe Nintendo will get bought out. That's just never getting bought out. No, Nintendo's no, going to no, go no. so strong because they have all the best, like, IPs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as long as Nintendo puts out Mario games, never going to fail. Yeah. Never lost. <laughs> and have, have you seen the um, the Mario World in Japan? They're, like, building a theme park. It's not that big. What? It's like It's, like, uh, I would say, like, a large mall size. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, you walk in and it's, like, you you are in like a Mario level and there's like pipes and it, it's, it's pretty much like, um, like the Harry Potter world, but for Mario shit. Oh, that's amazing. I need to go. Yeah. I mean, I'm never yeah. going to actually go to Japan for a theme park, but I, mean, I would like to. It's like, I was going to say, I was like, it might be worth it. Like, it, like, a, like, like I spent all of my savings to get this before the world cooks. Oh uh, yeah. Great. All right. That's a great way to fucking end up <laughs> where the world cooks. <laughs> Alright guys, well, on that note, um, if you want to catch uh, the podcast on uh, social media, it's at DiffAnimalsPod on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to catch me, I'm at T-Moneybags on Instagram and Twitter. And you? Uh, and I, oh, and I'm at EverCastro92 on Instagram. And uh, if you want to email us directly for the podcast, you can catch us at DiffAnimalsPodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, we'll take any feedback we can get. Um, you know, you can tell us even if you like it and you tried to get somebody else to watch it and they thought it sucked. Let us know. Um, anything like just just so we can you know get some feedback, know what we can change. You want it to be more free flowing? We can you know we can try that. You want it to be more structured? We can try that. Just anything you know, even if you just want to say you know keep it up, everything's going great. Um, you can email us there or mention us on Twitter and Instagram. Um, so spread it word of mouth if you could. We'd appreciate it, right? So, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. yeah, if you want to just let anybody know, can you can you come up with any quick uh, fucking homework? Um, oh, homework. Oh, um, the la- tell the last person you... Uh, Oh, you had a uh, either a duo or a team uh, Halloween costume with. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, so if you've done a team or, you know, group uh, costume, uh, get mm-hmm. all everyone that was involved with that fucking costume to listen to the podcast. So um, stay safe, stay entertained, and we'll catch you all next week. See you guys. Peace. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. In honor of us talking about video games for a good chunk of this episode it reminded me of one of my favorite kanye rants so instead of a lyric we're gonna get this 40 second kanye rant all right
Do you know how many times I sat with people and said, hey, I want to make a store? And they said, how could you make a store, blah, blah, blah? It's in my code. It's in my code. Have y'all ever seen Wrecking Ralph? Yeah. Remember, you remember how that girl in there, mm. the people that was racing, the they were, yeah, she was the glitch. Yeah. You telling me they don't look at me like the motherfucking glitch? <laughs> you telling me people don't look at Kanye West like the glitch right now? And she was on the side of the video game the whole time. It's in my code. It's in my code. My man said she was on the side of the video game. So serious, bro. He thought he fucking made some like grand analysis. He was like, she was on the side of the video game the whole time. <laughs> God. Yo, after I, bought, I had a friend show me this recently, and after he showed it to me, I spent like the next week being like, you think they don't look at me like I'm the motherfucking glitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I wonder what he thinks of Wreck-It Ralph, too. <laughs> oh.